Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We promise we're not going to talk about the weather today, but instead I'll talk about you how. Didn't I, I, put it in, <laughs> I put it in the notes today. At the top of our notes, it says faff around talking about the weather. <laughs> I gave, that made me laugh. When it's I the only thing that stopped doing it. It's the only thing. <laughs> that is true because the weather is horrible today. But I'll talk okay, about oh, it. You did it. You, did it. Did it. you messed because it up. You talked about the weather. It's so hard. Instead, I'll talk about how I don't need a cap today because the, the hair's. It changes every single day in uh, in lockdown, so I can't wait till the hairdressers open. <laughs> We've got a lot to cover today, but in a different kind of way, because today we're talking about lead lead capture pages, but we'll get onto that in a moment. And then we're going to summarize the week because we've covered a hell of a lot this week. And we just want to remind you of the journey that we're creating for a customer. And we'll do that as we get um, later in the show. So we'll end the show on a larger summary of the week, but right now we're talk, gonna be talking about lead capture pages. Now, interestingly, it's the first piece of the email marketing puzzle, apart from the actual lead. And it's, this, and it's the last piece of the puzzle that we're actually discussing this week, because ultimately we've been working backwards because we can't make this page until we know what we're selling, what the nurture email is going to be off the back of that, and more importantly, what the lead magnet is. So it's very much these three components, which we've already discussed. And in theory, if you've been following along, you'll have nailed this at this moment in time. So once we nail the final component, which is the lead magnet, this then dictates what the landing page will say, what it will look like, and essentially what it will do. So that's what we're discussing today. We're not going to be spending an incredible amount of time on this because there's no need to show you the technical, how do you go set up a landing page or a website page? That's not the purpose of this. Instead, you're a business owner. We're assuming you're a business owner, you're a solo entrepreneur, or you've got staff with you, but we're going to show you different ways in which you can go ahead and build a, land, a lead capture page. So typically we'd call this a landing page, but more specifically, so if, if I do say that, apologies, more specifically, this one has a role, which is to capture leads. So we get more narrowed down where we can talk about what kind of landing page is it? Is it? Well, this one is a lead capture page. So I've got to try and remember that as we go through this, because it's so easy for me to default to landing page. So Kyle, where where are we taking this next? I think the best place maybe to start is what is it? Why is it important? Um, and then we can we can then get to the point where we explain to them how they actually go and build their very own. Absolutely. So first, let's start off looking at what a lead capture page is. As Hans just said, apologies in advance. If we say landing page, same thing. Um, a lead capture page is a type of landing page. So we're using landing page just as a general uh, catch-all term. If you don't know what that is, we covered landing pages last week, specifically the sales page. So this is a useful way to think about it. You have landing pages as a category um, at the top level, and below that are types of landing pages, including sales pages, which we looked at yesterday, and lead capture pages what, um, that we're looking at today. Sorry, we looked at sales pages last week. Mm. We spent the whole week looking at sales pages. So these are all types of landing pages, but we are talking about lead capture pages today. I think that's not too confusing. Um, and if we do mix up the terminology and call it a landing page, sorry, it's just such an easy, a much easier way to call it. Um, so yeah, we're going to be, yeah, we're going to be looking today at what a lead capture page is. 
Um, in short, a lead capture page is where an audience member graduates into becoming a I'll be back. Member. There's a door, somebody at the door. That's right. Uh, an audience member graduates and becomes a tribe member. So remember, we teach the baton system and we have um, business, audience, tribe, offer and network. And we take people through this system based on first what our business is, what kind of value actually providing, what sol uh, problem we're solving for the market. Into audience, that's where we start to talk to people. We're not selling anything to them. We are just talking to them and bringing them into our orbit, starting to deliver content to them. We covered that a few weeks ago. And then we move people into our tribe. These are people who don't just know who we are. They actually give a damn. These are people who have in some way said, hey, I'm interested in what it is you have to say. One way they can do that is by going to a landing page, going to a lead capture page, giving us their email address and entering our email list and entering our email nurturing and sales emails. So this is one way the audience members move from audience into tribe. That is what a lead capture page does. We're not just capturing emails for the sake of it. This is quite important. It's so we can progress people through this system and move them closer and closer to becoming a customer. Mm, absolutely. And remember, this is all linked to if you're asking the question, well, why are they coming to the page in the first place? Because they're following you, they're in your audience and they want to become as part of your tribe and have a permission to have a dialogue with you because you have a solution for their particular problem. Now, this is dealt with all the way back um, in the starting weeks within the BBO show, but it's something we continue to hammer home. They have a particular problem and it's pretty, pretty specific. They land on your page and what your page provides them is a gift, which is the lead magnet, which we discussed, which helps solve their problem. But the way in which we can transact that with them is through this lead capture page. And we'll explain what makes up a great lead capture page in a moment. But I think it's great to understand this whole problem statement solution mix by looking at an example, which is digitalmarketer.com, a fantastic digital marketer resource page forward slash landing page, forward slash Facebook ad templates. So this is their particular page. Now the actual URL is not important here. We're just going to extract what initially, what the problem statement is and what the solution that digital marketer are providing and what exactly are they asking for in exchange for this gift on this particular page? So if we have a look here, Kyle, we've got the Facebook ad template library copy and paste the seven proven Facebook ad campaigns to create low cost, high converting ads on demand. So that's a solution. So what they're assuming is, and they can also, they can identify the problem in advance via advertising, blog posts, etc., email marketing campaigns to get people to here. And this could be third party email marketing campaigns as well. So they got people to this page and the solution is, they're going to provide people with the Facebook ad template, template, template library, seven different proven methods. And they say, get your template very clear. So Carl, what are they asking for or where can we see the transaction for an email address on this page? Sure. So that's a bit further down. Um, so this is, as you say, for people who are having difficulty with Facebook ads, they're running Facebook ads and they need some help. 
they have landed on this page, uh, this lead capture page, which then basically sells them on the idea of, here we go, the call to action, get your templates, get your templates. This is the call to action. If I click on this, where does it go? Oh, okay. It's going to ask me first to give my name, my, my full name and my email address before I can be given those templates. This is a lead capture page. Or if I scroll down again, name, first name, last name, best email, get your templates. So in order to get these valuable templates, and they talk about why I want these templates, why I need these templates in my life, in order to get this piece of extreme value, I need to fill out my details. And this is a very, um, this is a very typical uh, lead capture page, which is why I wanted to show it to us. Mm, fantastic. And that's a page in itself. So that's a static mm -hmm. page somebody would visit. Now, yesterday we showed you a different version of that. Carl, do you want to show them that today? Yep. Fantastic. So let's, to, let's, let's hope it comes up. I have to turn off Adblock. So this is, uh, I mean, we'll talk about Adblock as another day, but so if I scroll down the page, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this looks interesting. This looks great. I'm going to leave the page. Oh, you cannot leave the page. You <laughs> First, cannot. check out. The... <laughs> so did you see what happened there? You may not have been able to see it on the screen share, but as I moved my cursor up to the cross, which would allow me to close the tab or exit the page, I got this. Tim Ferriss popped up and he's like, hey, where are you going? Get back here. Check out these 17 questions that changed my life sent directly by me. Unlock the ebook or no thanks, I'm interested. Notice also there's a cross here. So this is what we call a popover. Um, or a pop-up, both the same thing, basically. This has appeared above the page. It's covered everything on the page, um, and it's given me a choice. Do you want to unlock the ebook? If I click that, it's going to ask for my email address. Or do you want to say, no, I'm good, and continue to leave the page? Um, so this is, a, this is also a lead capture mechanism. It is not a full page. Instead, it's a, a pop-over, which can sit on any website. It just appears in front of the website content. So yeah, the so first example is a page. This is something that appears over a page. So Carl, if you close that then, it's it will be clear to the viewers. There we go. So the pop-up closes and we're back to that static page. Whereas if we close digital marketers page, the page is closed. There's there's no pop-up, the page is just closed from our browser. So that's the difference there. So these are two awesome. great examples. This, this is very clever. So this part was not on the page before the pop-up. Oh, very clever. That's I, good. I think I'm right. I, I yeah, that was, wasn't there. The header and it went straight well. this blog. That, that wasn't there. Um, I mean, we can check the recording later. But so when I close that pop-over, it's like, oh, that's fine. You don't want that. You don't want my 17 things. But look what appeared immediately below. It's like, oh, Five Bullet Friday. Okay, that sounds quite good. So there is another chance for him to get my email address here. This is a different lead magnet. I know this one well. This is an email he sends out every week. Mm. Um, but again, he's exchanging value uh, for uh, for my email address. So that's that was a very sophisticated lead capture mechanism. There was the exit intent as I went to close the page. It's like, hey, do you want this ebook? I said, mm -mm, no, I do not want the ebook. But then as soon as I came back to the main blog page, there was a different call to action that appeared very subtly here. Uh, and then, of course, the rest of the page. So that's that was extremely sophisticated. I like that. Yeah, and it gave it gives somebody two versions. Now, what I would say is if you're looking at this and watching this, we want to be as simple as possible. So somebody like Tim, 
if you've been following him for a long time, he at some at one point never had any pop-ups. So it's evolved over time for him. Now he's got two variations. But if we were to give you a suge- suggestion, it would be keep it as simple as possible. So my preference would probably be something that a digital marketer has produced or a hybrid of that. So as focused as digital marketer, but it pops up like Tim Ferriss's uh, uh, exit intent. And we'll explain what that is later. So that is two different examples. Now, what do we need to do with these lead capture pages? What is the purpose of these lead capture pages? Why bother having them in the first place? And the short answer to that is we need to sell the lead magnet. That's the process. Remember, we're creating an exchange of value here because this lead magnet is not free but it may be also not worth a monetary amount. So instead, what we're going to do is we're going to exchange that as a piece of value, a big gift, and exchange it for somebody's email address. Now, an email address is... Yes. It may be worth a monetary amount of money. It may be worth... You may be able to charge a few pounds for it. You may be able to charge 10 pounds for it, 50 pounds, whatever it is. It may have a monetary value. However, this is the first time somebody in your audience has transacted with you. So you cannot go straight in um, asking mm. them for money. Instead, we ask for an email address, which has value, but not it's not an amount of money. Yeah. So what? Um, yeah. So that's value a value of the lead magnet. You could sell it. You probably could. It should be that valuable. Very true. That's, so that's a good caveat, and that's a good correction actually, because the important thing to focus on here is if this is their first transaction with you. We don't want to charge them anything. We want to make it free because if we go back to what we discussed in the week. This first big gift is such a great first impression and a great way to build the relationship and think of the first step in the relationship and you bring somebody flowers. That's a big, a big sign. And that's no different to this. But what we're asking for in exchange is their email address, because what we're saying is this is valuable and actually Carl's 100% correct in the sense that it could be worth something. And a lot of a lot of lead magnets out there actually can say this lead magnet is worth X, but you get it if you give me your email address. So that's another mechanism. That's a bit more hard hitting, but that will also work as well. So you can put a price associated with it, but you're giving it to them in exchange for their email address. So getting back to the focus, which is what is a purpose? Short answer again is it's to sell the lead magnet. That's the important bit. So Carl, what's some more expansion on this particular topic because people can get confused because if somebody lands on their page, people can get overexcited and maybe want to offer them a bit too much. Yeah. Um, so on this page or this pop-up, anything that does not sell the immediate action of entering an email address in order to get that lead magnet, to get that unit of value, anything that does not precede that objective um, does not belong on the page. So we tend to see people when they design these pages that they're hedging their bets. They're like, oh, if they don't sign up, then I'm going to lose them. Uh, So I better put other things on just in case. And we talked about this a lot in detail yesterday. Um, Last week, time's compressing apparently. So last week when we talked about landing pages in general, the difference between a website and a landing page is that a landing page generally has one route. You are telling the visitor, you're saying, all right, You've landed here, you've come to this page, there is one objective here, and you either follow that objective or you do not. 
Whereas on a website, you can often go in multiple different directions. You can look at the menu, you can see the staff at the restaurant, you can um, uh, you can read the story, you can read blog articles. Like you can go, this is an example of a restaurant, but you can go in multiple, multiple different ways. A landing page is like, all right, do you want to book a table? Yes or no? Um, and we need to do exactly the same on our lead capture page. We need to make it a very easy decision. And and if you look at the example we showed previously, and hopefully that's in your mind now, we, we may bring it up later, the digital marketer one. Now, digital marketer offer a whole range of products. Like they've got a massive product range. But if you was to land on their site and this lead magnet capture page uh, to start with, you would think, okay, these guys just have one thing they're presenting me. And that's what they want to do. They want to keep it focused. They know that your problem is you want to create a Facebook ad. So they're giving you a template to do that and nothing else. They're not showing you their social. They're not saying, come and have a look at our blog. They're not saying, come follow me on Instagram. They're not saying, come. Um, and it, and their CEO is a, a big name in the industry as well. He's not, he hasn't got a video on there saying, uh, hey, and don't forget, we do this, 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 and this. So if you just look at that page, it says, get your template. Okay, cool. The next thing it says is, is get your template. The next thing it says is, okay, don't even click the button. We're going to put the field boxes so easily available for you. So just fill this in and then get your template. So there's nothing else they're offering. And I think that's the important thing. It's so easily, and I like the phrase Carl used there, to hedge your bets, to say, well, actually, I've got something else which they may like, or I've got something else which they may like. That's cool, but we need to get those items and those products presented to them on a different page. So that's the important yeah. thing to understand. But to get started, let's take our valuable lead magnet and get it attached to this page. And we spent all this time on the lead magnet. So let's just gave, stay focused and exchange value specifically around that lead magnet, nothing else. That's the important thing. So if, if there was one purpose uh, for this page, it is to sell one specific item and that specific item is the lead magnet that you've created and remember we use the word sell but what we're doing is exchanging this for their valuable email address i think this digital example is wonderful because even things like this logo up here this is not a link mm. normally um we have no navigation elements at the top of the page there's no way out back to the main site you either get your templates get your templates get your templates or leave um, even things like this, normally this, because it's written digitalmarketer.com, normally that would be converted into a link automatically by uh, whatever software they're using to create the page. They've gone out of their way to make sure that is not a link. They've gone out of their way to make sure this um, their, their main icon on the page, their logo of Digital Marketer, is not a link. There is no way off this page unless you get the templates or you physically close down the website. Um, so this is a, a, a very pure example of zero distractions. Fantastic. So let's keep this page up, Kyle, uh, and apologies mm -hmm. because your face is going to be hidden. Uh, and apologies to the viewers because you may prefer Kyle's face to mine. But let's now talk about how best to create this lead capture page by describing and discussing the best practices. So by discussing the best practices, we know what we should include on this page. We've mentioned some big no-nos already, but let's talk about what we should include on this page. So let's continue using Digital Marketer as an example because it is a page. Tim.blog is great. It's a pop-up and it's very concise, but there's also an assumption there that Tim Ferriss is a superstar in his industry. 
whereas digital marketer is known, but maybe not known to all. So this is a great entry point for a customer coming in and you may want to create a landing page similar to this, of course, within your own business niche. So let's focus on the lead magnet primarily and not the final product. That's the first core message we want to get across to you. Now, what is the final product? Well, this could be your coaching service. This, this could be your uh, live event. This could be your digital product that costs 200, 300, 400 pound. Whatever that is, that's your final product. We're not going to be mentioning any of that. Just like digital marketer doesn't even link up their own core home website. We're going to take good advice from them. We're going to take, we're going to look at the good practices. Instead, we're going to focus on the lead magnet and that is it. So Carl, if I kick off with the first one, because we've got five items, uh, five good practices or best practices to share with you. So Carl, if I kick off with the first one, then maybe we can take it in turns. Sure. Awesome. So remember, firstly, we want to overload and provide massive value by solving a specific problem. That's the big thing here. We're not solving a whole host of problems or we're not solving a large problem. We're getting very specific. And the reason for that is we have to remember why they're here. You know, before this page, before this step, we would have uh, presented them information via an advert, via a blog post, via another mechanism, which when they clicked through the advert, let's just assume it's an advert and the advert was orientated around become a master at Facebook ads, that advert would take them to this page. Now that advert could also have said, um, are you struggling with your uh, getting high converting Facebook ads? That's another, that's another good kind of headline advert. Now that would take them to this page. So we know what their problem is specifically. And the idea is to solve the problem specifically. So here they do that great. The Facebook ad template library, seven different proven ad campaigns. Get the template, off you go. So the first one is provide massive value by solving their specific problem. That's the first one. So over to you, Carl, for the second best practice. I just want to quickly hook that first one back to the fact that it's focusing on the lead magnet, not the final product. Digital mm -hmm. marketer could solve your specific problem with Facebook marketing in general, um, I know for a fact that the next products from here are there's a $7 execution plan, then there's a couple of hundred dollar um, kind of course, then they have a certification in Facebook ad mastery, which I think is $3,000. And then from the back of that, they have a continuity program, which is called the Digital Marketer Lab Plus, which I believe is $100 a month. So they have all of this massive value, all of these products they could be selling you, they are not. They're not even mentioning them. Instead, they want your email address because then they can mention them later in those emails. So right now, they're giving you value by solving a specific problem using this lead magnet. Um, there will be more later, but they do not mention it at all. Mm. Absolutely. So, so following on valid that, point. we have now our second uh, best practice for the lead capture page, which again, we're focusing entirely on the lead magnet, not the final product, not anything else that's going to be offered later. We are selling the lead magnet in this page. And you can see um, the main benefits and features are covered in this second section, this what you will you will learn. Um, the You'll see there's a mixture of features here. So the 11 word ad 
So here the feature is it's an 11 word ad, but then the benefit is, oh, it netted 200,000 in sales in one simple principle by persuasion. So they're going to give you uh, an 11 word ad. That's a feature. It's uh, something that's going to be given to you. But the benefit is, wow, you can make a lot of money using these kind of adverts. Um, and we talked about features and benefits a lot more last week when we talked about sales pages. But what they're doing here is deploying a series of features and benefits to show you what exactly you're going to be getting if you give your lead magnet. What I would say on lead capture pages is you need emotional hooks. Um, you need people to be able to uh, make that decision pretty quickly. An emotional hook is going to be a, a lot more useful than giving them a big, long list of features. Um, so instead, go for emotional benefits. Uh, because this should be a relatively quick decision. Absolutely. Now, what staying on the topic of immediate benefits, another best practice, uh, sorry, staying on the topic of benefits, another best practice is really highlight to them the immediate benefit. What is the immediate benefit of uh, grabbing this lead magnet? So we want to show how the lead magnet will help them right now. That is critical. That is critical to sell the whole product. In this case, it's a template. This could be a checklist, a resource guide, a cheat sheet. But the key should be, it should be immediately accessible, usable, and provide benefit to the user. So Carl, where do they, where do they really highlight that on this page very well? It's, it's that 11 word ad again. They're not saying, hey, mm download this free seven hour long course is going to teach you how to do facebook marketing they're like hey here's a seven word advert here which you can directly use you can copy the principle behind this 11 word advert um and that's going to increase your facebook conversions so they're saying here's um something very short that you can immediately apply uh, another one is can see the second one that you forgot to remind a trick they're talking about a trick here, which will allow you to do better Facebook ads. They're not talking about strategy. They're not talking about a system. It's something very immediate. Yeah. And, and I think even more immediate than all of that is actually in their subheadline, which again, we talk about in the sales landing page, which oh, is yeah, copy, copy and paste these seven proven Facebook. It's just copy and paste, guys. Like copy. How more immediate and accessible is that? The fact that you can just copy and paste it. So so they've nailed that in their subheadline, which is very powerful. So that's mm. that's really highlighting the most, well, what digital marketer thinks the person's most valuable resources here going to be, which is they're going to save time by copying and pasting these seven proven Facebook ads. Now they could have started that sentence with save critical time by copy and pasting these seven proven Facebook ads. That's another way they could gone. So that's an immediate benefit. Now, What's another good practice we should include on our landing page, Carl? So I think sparking curiosity is really important here. You need to tease what the lead magnet is. Um, so the way they've done that here is they have this whole section, which is what you'll learn. And this is basically teasing. I now know want to, I now want to know what the 11 word ad is. And now I want to know what the you forgot reminder trick is. I want to know uh, about their top three Facebook ads that generated a combined 110,000 leads for just $1.76. It's given me teasers of all these informations. And this is all stuff that if I'm into Facebook ads, I'm reading this like, oh, well, that's cool. Uh, I kind of want to know more about this. Even if I have to give an email address, these are going to spark enough curiosity 
for me to move on to the next stage. Um, so the way they do that here is what you'll learn. That's the majority of this page. It's teasing the lead magnet and getting you to move forward. Another way, um, which I really like, is if you have a, uh, maybe it's a booklet, maybe it's a, a very short ebook like the one we looked at yesterday. The Tim Ferriss ebook was 19 pages. You could actually just have screenshots of a few of the pages, um, the, not necessarily detailed enough so that you can read it. Um, but instead just to show people, okay, look, there's some, there's some solid value here. You can see there's a lot of diagrams, a lot of pictures, um, there's a lot of text here. You're going to be getting something valuable. Um, so you can either have kind of low resolution screenshots or even blurred images. But again, it's just this tease um, that the person needs to go ahead and give you their email and then they'll be able to get into, uh, get into that value. Mm, absolutely. So the final like must have uh, best practice. And I think this one is critical. When somebody comes to this page, they are going to be receiving something which is fundamentally free. So when they're making a decision to use or capture something which is fundamentally free, that's going to be an incredibly quick decision. It's going to be a yes and no decision. So what we want to do is make it easy, as easy as possible for them to make a yes and no decision. Now, how digital marketers does this really well is it just has these bright button which says, get your template. That is the yes in this situ situation. That is the yes in this decision-making process. Then they've got a green button which says exactly the same thing, get your template. Now, if you know anything about the company, these are their brand colors, so they just stay on, the, on brand color. But it says, get your template. Then the final box is another yes decision, but they make it even easier because there's no box they just show you the form which you need to fill in and they say get your template but they don't reveal that straight away you, you have to scroll down to see that and in this situation to say no you have to close the page what they've done and they've probably selected to do this which is um, they could have had a no thank you not interested button which is not common but it is sometimes used but the only way you can say no to this um, splendid offer as they present it is to close the page. So they don't give you an actual no, they just assume that the no is gonna be you leaving the page. But apart from that, the yes decisions are very easy to make. You can make it in every single section of this website or this landing page rather. So in the header, in the next section, and right at the end when you scroll to the bottom, you can't escape it. You either have to say yes, get the templates, yes, get the templates, and guess what? You have to say yes, get the templates. So making a yes, no decision must be instant it's going to be a snap judgment a snap decision for them they're going and and why they make that decision and how they make that decision nobody knows you know that's human oh is it oh actually i'm just getting off the train now i don't have time for this like that could be enough for somebody to say no so we have to make it as easy as possible and i think digital marketer with this landing page have done a cracking job now carl you've got something in the notes which is interesting maybe you want to expand on that which is a yes, no mechanism. Have we lost Kyle? Yeah, I haven't actually okay, got so, an example of this, but it, no. Ah. <laughs> I should be here. Um, so I do not have, have an example of this. Oh, okay, he's looking for example. I, I think uh, the, the main thing is that for me, even. 
enough for people. Is my audio okay? Uh, okay, so you've just come back. You were sort of breaking up for a little while. It's, it's got to be a snow, slow connection thing. Okay, so we're just going to take a pause for a second. Um, but what we'll do is we'll move on. I think Carl's connection is just recovering um, because what we have is a little uh, symbol of connectivity in the corner and it's, and, it, and it's going red, green, red, green. And whenever something flashes red, green, red, green, that's never a good sign. So I'm assuming Carl can hear me fine. I'm assuming you guys can hear me fine. So I'm going to talk, I'm going to move on now to the next section, which is how do we actually go ahead and build a lead capture page? Because we've seen a cracking one here and now you understand what makes up a good lead magnet page. Uh, you're here, Carl. Maybe, maybe bring us both up. Okay, so I'll carry on until Carl's connection comes back. So how to build a lead capture page. And we want to share with you three different options. Now, if you are a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur and you're thinking, I don't want to go ahead and actually build a like a page myself, you know, I'm not interested in WordPress. I don't want to know how to put a page together. Um, I hope this is not going to be a tech tutorial because actually you can find lots of tech tutorials out there. But instead, what we're going to do is do what we normally do in the BB BBO show and show you the different options available out there to you. And often we get message and say, actually, I didn't even know that existed. That's a sound option. And I prefer to do that. Some of them come with a small price tag. Some of them are free. Some of them are more expensive. So we typically try to plot as part of today's show, what is a lead capture page? Why do we need one? What do we need to do with the lead uh, capture pages themselves? And actually, one of the most useful sections, I personally believe, is the best practices for a lead capture page. And we've shown you digitalmarketer.com's lead capture page as a really good example. And we start to extract components from there. Now we want to start sharing with you how to actually build a lead capture page. Now, don't worry uh, if you're anti-tech and if you are full-on techie in the sense that we're not going to show you step-by-step step how to build one. So if you're very techie, um, you know, it's a no-brainer for you. We get it. We don't, you don't want to see it. If you're not so techie, it's also going to be too overwhelming for you. And then you'll just be switching off. So the focus here is going to be instead of showing you step-by-step step how to build each separate element of a sales landing page, we're going to instead show you the options available because there's more than just one option out there on how to build a lead capture page. Sorry, I'm saying sales landing page. That's in my mind at the moment. So a lead capture page. And specifically, we want to show you three different options and present those options to you so you have somewhere to get started. Now, a quick note, if you are in the position where you actually want to go ahead and build one, the best thing to do is have a conversation with me and Carl in the Slack group. That's in the link is in the description below. It's a free group. And then you can ask us more specific questions around this topic. So let's now dive in, Kyle. And I think Kyle's in the background there. He's got mm -hmm. the screen up, which is a MailChimp landing page builder. So this is option number one. 
Yeah, so remember earlier on in the week, we talked about setting up an email autoresponder and the best options for that. Um, and we basically said MailChimp. MailChimp is free to start off with up to, I believe, 2,000 uh, email subscribers. And then after that, it's quite cost effective. Uh, that gives you a big enough runway to start generating money with your email newsletter. Uh, and therefore, MailChimp is a nice, solid beginner's option if you don't want to start having expenses without revenue. Now, a nice thing about MailChimp is that they also have a built-in landing page feature so that you can, even if you do not have a website, as long as you have a MailChimp account, you can set up your own lead capture pages directly within MailChimp. Um, which is going to save you a lot of time and a lot of money. Mm, absolutely. So here's an example in terms of what Kyle is going through is their landing page builder page. So you can see one of the examples there, which is what we've been talking about. Subscribe for our free activities guide and you leave your email. That could also be um, subscribe to download your free template to download your free, you know, all of these things that we've been talking about this week, that's where you can place it. So this is a great place. They sh they're pretty much giving you a menu item of all the power and the tools it has available. So that's MailChimp. And the handy thing with there is you can connect your landing page directly to your email marketing system within this one tool, which is MailChimp. So that's the first one. Yeah, sure. So that's going to be the least technologically uh, advanced version and it will do the trick. You will set up that landing page and that landing page will automatically talk to MailChimp because it's built in MailChimp. Um, so it's all in one package, nice and simple, and it's free. Um, so if you do not have a website and you do not have any technical technical inclination to set one up, this is probably the best option for you right now. Mm. And on that note of website, remember when we started to talk about websites, I can't remember what show it is now, but when we, I think it was on the week where we spoke about building a sales landing page and actually starting to generate revenue from your business. We spoke about websites on a specific Monday. Now websites are not essential. So don't worry if you haven't got a website yet, you just need a landing page to start to generate these emails. That's it. So that's a good starting point. So the next one is, is it sumo me? Is that, is that how we say it? It is sumo, sumo.me or sumo me or just sumo. It seems to be called now. It seems to change the name. Yeah. I remember it as sumo me. Yeah. These are the guys who do app sumo as well. Um, but right now it's just sumo. Um, so remember when we looked at tim.blog, the Tim Ferriss blog, there was a large um, popover that appeared asking for our email address in exchange for, I believe it's the 17 questions that changed Tim Ferriss's life. Um, that was called a popover or a pop-up. They're slightly different, but we don't need to get stuck on the definitions here. And this is something that can sit above any website and it will trigger based on the user behavior. The one on Tim Ferriss's blog in particular was based on something called exit intent. So when I moved my cursor um, to leave the page, the popover would appear and say, hey, before you leave, join this free ebook. That's one way to do it. And there's a few other ways um, to make these things trigger, um, but they can all be created and designed using Sumo. So sumo.me or sumo.com, it's just called now. Um, and I will, where is it? I want to pull up the, there we go. Um, these are some examples. So 
this tool has some built in. So I'm going to look at an example here. This is a list builder pop up. So this is what the blog would look like or your website. And boom, there we go. That popped up automatically asking for my email address. Uh, interesting. So we can't see that. So let's assume that, that uh, it's probably popped up on a different window or something like that. That's yeah. Okay. That's going to be a limitation. So I, I can't actually show it to you because of the way I'm recording my screen, um, because it's only showing my Chrome tab. Yeah. So what, what we'd recommend is you go to sumo.com forward slash examples. Yeah, uh, them all out here and just click them try them out and then what this will do is give you an idea of the different kind of pop-ups that will appear and then you can uh, take that next level of customization based on uh, consumer or page visitor behavior for example time on the page if they were on the page for five seconds do you want the pop-up to appear and it's very flexible you can program it to appear in lots of different points and it's extremely powerful for lead capture so, and it's, it's probably even handier, like Carl said, if you have a website already and you don't want to disturb the natural flow of the website, don't want to pay somebody to build a new page, then this is very much a good go-to. Very flexible, very easy. Is it free? That's a question. Uh, it's free to start. It They do start charging at a certain um, a certain number of email signups. Again, by that point, you should be generating cash from your uh and pull up the pricing you should be generating cash from your email anyway um, but they do have a free version okay that's fantastic so go uh, with the free you can get uh, up to ten thousand per month with the free version so that's and that's fine. very reasonable once you scale up from that the assumption is you should be starting to generate revenue at if you've got some points emails yeah you should be able to afford this that's not yeah. really yeah and this is the and so Another advantage of using something like this is basically a small bit of code. This is trying to keep it as simple as possible, lives on your website. And if somebody pops their email into a pop-up, um, so, so step one is either you or developer, and there's very simple instructions. You add that piece of code to your website. And if you've got a website, you just contact the person who created it and say, can you add this bit of code? Now that's step one. Step two is it actually being used in action. When somebody comes and visits your your website, depending on how you've got it set up and customized. For example, if somebody tries to exit your website, this pop-up can appear. Now, if somebody decides to put their email address into this pop-up um, that Sumo has basically automated for you, which is great, what this app or this tool allows is that that email will be directly sent to your MailChimp, which is great. So if you remember, that's free the sumo.me uh, pop-up feature is also free. So that's great. So the advantage of using a big autoresponder such as MailChimp is it allows you to connect with all of these other big companies. And what's also great about them is because they've got a great revenue model and paying customers, they can offer great free entry points. So that's an advantage. What I'm seeing here, I'm not sure if this is visible on your screen, but under email integrations, it says on sumo.com, automatically yeah. export new subscribers to common mail providers like MailChimp, Aweber, Constant Contact, Campaign Monitor, and more. So MailChimp is the top one there because it's probably the most uh, commonly used. Um, but if you're using any large email automation software, Sumo.me will be able to talk to it. Brilliant. So that's the second different way in which you can actually go ahead or, or should I say the option? So we, we're talking about how to actually build a lead capture page. And we've shared with you using MailChimp's very own landing page builder, or if you've got a website already, 
Typically, this would be a good place to start, which is sumo.me and build a pop-up. Now, the third one is actually using a page builder. Now, Carl, what does this mean and what's the best one to use? Sure. So a page builder is a way to create your own web page on your own website. So this would be the most powerful solution, um, but also the most technical. You do not need to build a lead capture page from scratch, like by coding the HTML, um, unless that's something you want to do. But instead, you can use something like Thrive Architect, which I have up on screen now, which allows you to drag and drop in the elements. They also have pre-built uh, pre-built lead capture pages. You can see some on the screen. That's definitely a lead capture page. Um, in order to access their templates and build uh, your own lead capture page on your own website. So this is a technical solution, but it's also a uh, one that's going to take a lot of the work away. You do not need to build it from scratch by yourself because there are already great templates out there uh, which you can use. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that's it. That's a, that's a nice, simple version. And again, you can connect it directly to MailChimp or whatever email autoresponder you use. Yep. So Thrive Architect is a, gr is a great fun. place to start. Here we go. Here's a very, very simple one. Uh, sign up to get a copy, to get your copy of the resource guide and then an email field and get it now. So with Thrive Architect, once you've got it installed, you'd be able to click on the text and just change it very quickly you can change the colors change the background it's all very simple um once you get it installed so yeah it's a drag and drop uh, plug and play think of it like that yeah brilliant uh, that does that so this is the most powerful but also requires some technical knowledge uh, but we wanted to highlight it for the people who are happy uh using wordpress mm, absolutely so that is three different options in which you can go ahead and actually build your lead capture page. So extremely powerful. And what's good is there's two free options there and Thrive will be paid. But if you've got a website, you've got a business operating already, then I think it's quite important that you can go ahead and use something like that. It's not astronomical and it's actually a really handy page builder. You can do it yourself or you can actually pay somebody to do it, it for you. It's $67 as a one-time fee. So. That's really reasonable, um, especially if this is one of a handful that you're creating, it becomes very cheap. It's actually a lot cheaper than paying somebody to build a page from scratch. So that's how we build a lead capture page. Now we want to move on to the final part, which is actually recapping the whole week because we've covered a hell of a lot this week. But I think the best way to recap this is with this diagram. So I'm glad you have it. <laughs> I know I was I was scrambling around to find the diagram, but we have the diagram. So um, how do you want to do this, Carl? Shall I hold and you can just walk them through as if they were the customer? And then we can quickly just describe each of the components that we've shown you how to build this week. Yeah. So as you've been through this week with us, remember that we went in reverse. So let's first look at how this email marketing system looks like for your customer. So from a visitor's point of view, they first land on the lead capture page. Uh, so lead capture page is what we covered today. Um, so it's the element we did last, but it's the first thing they ever see. So they've landed on your lead capture page and they liked what they saw. They've given us their email address. And because of that, they've received the lead magnet. The lead magnet, again, is that 
value-laden uh, piece of content, whether it's a PDF or a video, whatever it is, they've received that in their email box. This is an amazing start to the relationship. Um, it's the first email they received from us and it's packed full of value. Then we're going to wow them with even more value because we start to deliver a nurture campaign. We're starting to send them useful content-filled emails, which are uh, promising, delivering and over-delivering content and value and giving them more and more and more. Finally, we then transition into a series of sales emails. We um, have spent all this time building up the value, building up the trust, and now at this point, we can go ahead and make our first offer. We talked about making this first offer quite a low-cost offer, um, but there are lots of different ways you can do it here. But the main thing is this offer will solve their problem that we know they have. Uh, we know they have that because they've come through the landing page, they've got the lead magnet, they've come through the nurture email, they've come to the uh, sales emails, and now because of what we've said in our sales emails, they have come to our sales landing page, which again we covered last week um, how to build that out. Absolutely. So that's the customer's journey. So let me quickly describe to you the order in which we built this. So if you're just tuning in today, you know exactly the order in which we built this. And the main reason why is let me explain that in a moment. So the way we did this was number one is we built and we showed you how to build your nurture campaign, the part that builds a relationship with somebody. Then we built the sales emails, the ones that actually initiate the transaction with somebody. Then we built the gift, the, the piece of large value, the lead magnet that we hand over to somebody as a thank you and an, as an exchange of value for their email address, which is extremely valuable. Then we built, which is today, the actual lead capture page. So that's the way in which we built it. The reason for that is we needed to know what we were saying and selling first in order to make this part in sync. And very simply put, we needed to know what lead capture page we're, or what gift we're giving them, what lead magnet we're giving them in order to define what information or what copy or what writing goes on this particular page. That's it. And if you see, if you looked at example from Digital Marketer, you can see the whole page was focused on this one item. So it's important to know what this is before we build the actual page. So that's the order in which we built it. So don't expect it to be built in this order because we wanted to leave you with being able to do the next step because you know what the previous step was. So hopefully yep. that makes sense. Yeah. But Carl, this seems like a lot of work, um, you know, for somebody to build this whole system seems like a lot of work. Um, so why did we do this? We build it because it exactly is a system. Once it is built, it's automatic um, and it will continue to chug away um, doing its work. It will continue to bring people into the system, deliver a lead magnet, deliver the nurture campaign, deliver the sales emails, and get them to a sales page. It does that automatically without us having to touch it. Um, so for example, my Chinese website, which I think we worked out, I built back in 2017. Mm. I built the email autoresponder for that back in 2017, so about three years ago. Um, they sign up for a lead magnet, they get a series of about 20 nurture emails, so quite a few um, intermixed with sales emails. Uh, this week I made about £200 in sales and that is entirely automatic. This is something that I built three years ago which continues to chug along and send me money over time. Um, with more care and attention it could be a lot more than that, it's just not my priority right now. Um, but even so, it's something I built three years ago 
which is still generating that amount of income, which is a nice thing. That's that's a great thing to have in your business. Absolutely. And if you look at this in another way, or number two as such, is once we have built this first email campaign, which is essentially how we titled it, it's extendable. You know, we've done the hard work once. We've learned how to do it. We've learned how to automate it. You've worked out how to make a lead magnet. You've actually gone and built a lead magnet. You know now how to build a lead capture page. So all of this work has been done once. You've learned it and you've implemented it. So what we're saying now is the next time you go and build a uh, either a supporting campaign, a parallel campaign, whatever it is, or even for a completely different business, or you may be a digital marketer yourself and you may be doing this for clients as a freelancer, once you've done this once, you can duplicate that work again and again and again. You can tweak it. You know, you can say, okay, I'm going to go from a checklist lead magnet to a template, but you know the principle now, you know how to do it. You're not starting from scratch. It's a system and treat it like a system. And one of the things which is powerful about a system is that you can duplicate it. You can copy and paste as much as you want and then make tweaks and iterations within that system. So the second time is going to be way easier. So yes, it's a lot of work this first time because you need to learn and implement at the same time. The next time that's going to be much simpler. And some of these tools like landing pages in Thrive Architect, for example, they literally have a duplicate button. You can press a button and it will make a copy uh, and then you can just adjust it to your needs. Um, so the second time will be way easier. Yeah. So, okay. So as a final message, this week covers the basics, you know, to get the foundation down, to understand what an email marketing system is, to understand what a lead, uh, what, what a campaign is, email marketing campaign is, how to actually get somebody's email address in a practical sense. It can quite it can be a mystery for so many people. So now you've got that down, you can go and unleash and unlock that creativity and those do go do some really cool stuff with the page with the lead magnet with your nurture campaign with the copy you put in that with the sales emails whatever it is it's now up to you what you want to do but the big thing is you've got that foundational principle down you just copy and paste and add your own unique brand personality creativity to it that's all up to you if you're ever stuck or not sure oh, what do i do next is this a nurture campaign am i selling too early all of those questions that we typically get the best place to have that conversation with us is in the slack group so we've covered a lot this week and i'm not gonna uh, we've recapped it as part of this diagram but i could spend another 15 minutes talking about all of the things that we've learned in terms of headlines but i'm not going to do that because you've enjoyed this week with us so remember this diagram if you're listening to this on audio it's worth checking in on the video just to you know, come to the end of this week, I'm holding the diagram up. It's just a step-by-step -step simple flow chart with a few pictures to show you the customer's journey. So off the back of that, don't forget to subscribe to the BBO show, click the notification button. I've already mentioned the Slack group and that's it. So that's it for me and Carl. We shall see you next week with a new topic, uh, a new item of discovery around marketing and digital marketing. Um, we look forward to sharing that with you then. So take care till then.